When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Keeper's Mind Pool. I am your host, Keeper. That is the name that I go by while I am on the radio. My real name is Robert Kilpatrick. I don't hide behind the moniker Keeper, but I like to use it because it is easy to remember. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in and listening in. Whether you are listening live or you are listening on your phone live, or you listen in archive after the fact, after the program has been aired, and you can listen to it at your leisure. Thank you so much for doing that. I would like all of you to accept a special request and press the follow button on that page. You will get email updates when Keeper's Mindful is going live or when there is a program that is being broadcast on this particular uh, outlet. Okay, this is a radio podcast for people that really don't understand. It is not traditional radio in the point of view that you can turn your radio dial to it. Uh, you know, we're we are not bound by the FCC, which is why I put a PG-13 rating on this program. You are going to hear people that are going to say a certain number of cuss words. I may get riled up enough to actually drop the F-bomb tonight because I am not in a particularly user-friendly mood, so stay tuned for that. Join the conversation. Be a part of what's going on tonight. We're going to be talking about this whole huge, well, did the Russian government actually uh, try and influence our elections? And if you listen to anything that is going out on mainstream media, that is the narrative that you're going to get. Plain and simple. Our current presidential representative, and if anybody has listened to this program, you already know I don't like saying that name. And thankfully, thankfully, I do not have to um, acknowledge HRC as our president. If anybody, you know, pays attention and listens to me and, and, and shares what I'm talking about and has a conversation about what I'm talking about, you know, share this radio station. I mean, it, it, this is a podcast, but it is a, a radio podcast. We're talking about things that are relevant to today, right now. Um, it's not pretend. It's not make-believe. It's not fake news. It's real. It's opinion. 
It's what we're talking about and how people think and feel right now today. I don't want to shy anybody away from what we're talking about. I invite you to call into the program, 424-258-9220. And, you know, I've got people that are listening and saying, I, I am so blessed by the people that are around me. And if you follow the Facebook page, Keepers Mindful, or you fi- follow the Twitter page, at Mindful, or look us up on, you know, on Twitter, whatever it happens to be, I am blessed by the people that are around me. You know, here I am, could be associated with a talking head. Got it? Understand it? Not a problem. But I want you to think. The other talking heads don't want you to think. You know, I mean, even if you listen to Rush Limbaugh, take my word for it, don't doubt me on this, um, uh, you know, uh, ability on loan from God, you'll hear Rush Limbaugh spew. Yeah, okay, the dude is right 98.99% of the time. Got it? Understand it. At least from a conservative point of view. You listen to Sean Hannity. He doesn't say, take my word for it. He does want to educate you a little bit um, in in a more basic kind of way. Still a good radio host, and I am in by no means comparing myself to them. I want to counter what it is that they're bringing. I want you to be educated. I want you to think. I don't want you to take my word for it at all. I want you to question me. I want you to call the phone number and bring a question. Please do. Let's get real. Let's talk about the issues. We don't have to have a debate about it. You know, I am willing to listen to your point of view if if you are willing to listen to mine. And when we have that basic understanding and we listen without the intent of replying – we listen with the intent to understand there is a better place to come to on both sides. And that, I see, is one of the biggest issues that is going on and has been going on with the two-party system, which I do not believe in. The two-party system right now, Republicans and Democrats, are two sides of the same coin. You know, (laughs) If you could suggest something a little bit different to that, you know, I'll yeah, call me up four two four two five eight nine two two zero and bring it to my attention. I mean, it, it the the way everything is transpiring and has transpired. If we don't like a Republican president, we vote for a Democrat. If we don't like a Democratic president, we vote for a Republican. I mean, it it really is plain and simple. But what people fail to understand is that legislation actually comes from the basic level. Who we vote for in a school board. Who we vote for as sheriff or mayor in our local community. And we miss that. I miss that. I've been I've been guilty of missing that for, uh, you know, 
let me drop back two, three years, five years, and say that because I've been paying more attention to that. Who is going to be in charge of what my children are taught? Is it somebody that is based locally that really understands the local area, or is it going to be dictated to by a governmental agency that is so far away and doesn't even bother to hear my voice when I bring something to them. I mean, think about that. And when we look at the education system right now, Common Core as a, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I see Common Core as a dictate not as a um, betterment of our students, my children, your children, our students. I see it as a, a stepping stone for the individual teacher because they are graded upon the scores that the students get not the knowledge that they possess, not the knowledge that they have been taught. When you were taking the SOL or looking to take it, you were taught how to pass the test. I was taught how to pass the test, right? Not actually the kind of information that I learned, and that's, that's part of the problem with Common Core, if not the whole problem with Common Core. You know, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things tonight. I mean, this is, this is, uh, <clears throat> keeper being right out loud in front, in your face, talking about different issues. And I started out with this whole Russian interference in our election a little bit. I mean, <laughs> when you look at this stuff, how much influence do you think Russia had, whether it be through propaganda or direct, semi-direct even, influence on how you cast your vote? I mean, is it is it all this information that came out through WikiLeaks before the election about HRC? I'm not going to say the whole name. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the, the initials there. How much information do you think that the Russian government, because that's what everybody is saying. How much influence do you really think they had over your choice? Did they have the emails and then leak them when you have so many other sources saying that this didn't actually happen and some other things within the FBI and the CIA? We're going to get into a little bit more depth on that, so stay tuned. I want to talk about where <laughs> I, you know, I could cover just on this issue alone because it, it really kind of tweaks me. The hosts, <laughs> the four of them, and I can't even say all their names, but there's one that really stuck out in my mind, and I'll cover that here in a little bit. But for her to say what she said on live morning television 
is probably more divisive. Anything our current presidential representative has said or brought the attention to of when it comes to race. She said something to me, well, not directly because she was on a TV show, but said something that to me was more divisive, more separatist. And it blew my mind. It, it, I mean, I, it made me angry. And then I was dumbfounded that she could actually think in this fashion. Yeah, yes, you know, she has a comedic, you know, background. Yeah, no problem. But it, it, how could you say something that callous? I mean, seriously, that callous. And um, I will give you the quote. If you haven't heard it, 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 it will blow your mind. And it is, oh, my God. <clears throat> Husbands, wives, um, girlfriends, boyfriends, fiancés, it, it, will, it will rock your world. Especially when it comes to the um, institute, which is not a great word the institution of marriage or even uh, a, a committed relationship. It, it, I'm telling you this. Oh, all right. You know, we got, <laughs> we got those things. So we're going to talk about that. I could go, I, like I said, I could go on, but I'm trying not to here. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Dakota Access Pipeline or no Dakota Access Pipeline. Uh, dapple, no dapple, uh, hashtag, blah, 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 blah. And we're going to play some music, and I, I really do. I want people to call in and be a part of the conversation and, and input whatever you're thinking about. You know, you got a question, you got a comment, something like that. Get you on the air, and we'll have that conversation. We'll, we'll get to really the meat of the kinds of things that are going on because when you look upstairs, the people that we elected, they're only of one mind. And it is all their way, not anybody else's. And that's not really where we need to be. We need to listen to understand, not listen to reply. There's a difference. We're going to play some music right now, and we'll be right back on the other side of this. This is Rise Against by Pilot Hill, and I really hope we're going to kick it off without too much of a song and dance, ladies and gentlemen. That's all right. Not a problem. So, I mean, really, I mean, now is actually the time to call in because we're going to be playing some music. We'll be right back. 424-258-9220. This is Rise Against by Pilot Hill. Don't go away.
wow. Sorry, forgive me there for a minute. I was playing Rock Band 4 um, on the PS4 in the background there, so please forgive me. Um, God, that's such a good song, Rise Against by Pilot Hill. I don't know where they went. I wish that we could, you know, hear some more from them because that's a really, actually, really dynamite tune. So where do we want to begin here? Where do we want to, you know, start to fight on Keeper's Mind Pool? Again, the phone number, 424-258-9220. Call in and be a part of what's going on. Thank you for listening, obviously. Uh, if if you guys weren't listening, I would be basically talking to myself. And I know there's a bunch of people out there. Thank you again for pressing the follow button. If you are listening online, press that follow button. You'll get email updates. Oh, I'm still out of breath, so sorry. Because, no, really, I was playing Rock Band 4 while that was going on. Um, <laughs> so... The email thing or the, the Russian hack thing, if people have such a short-term memory, you probably don't remember uh, our current presidential representative telling Donald Trump to stop whining about email problems and hacks. Think about that. Just just hold that. Hold that right there. Okay, put that up there like, you know, number one issue for a moment, okay? At the same time, Oh, and here's like a, a side note. Yeah, I put this in parentheses. Um, he was adamant, the Posotas, current presidential representative, Pos, P-O-S, Posotas, you, you understand, um, was adamant that this wasn't going to happen, that there wasn't going to be any kind of influence because it is so decentralized, the election. Couldn't, I mean, it was so many votes. It was so decentralized that it, it could not be influenced or hacked or uh, et cetera, et cetera, by anybody. Remember that. Remember that because it was in the same speech or press conference that he had telling Donald Trump to stop whining. All right, so you got number one in parentheses, and you know, point A. So, number two, HRC was doing the same thing. Oh, no, it's all propaganda. No, it's all, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't have any play. There's nothing real about it. I mean, if they actually hacked into this, well, you know, it's a hack. I mean, there's no legitimacy to it. (laughs) So, that's point two. You got one. And parentheses A, and then you've got two. We're going to go on to three here really quick. Number three. <laughs> okay. Anytime there was a leak from WikiLeaks that actually proved or even dared put a counter to what was being said. CNN, ABC, MSNBC, NBC, even Fox, CBS wouldn't even pick it up. New York Times, oh, this is, oh, no, 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 no. 
I mean, touching like a, a, a duty diaper or something. Oh my God. Uh, was their reaction? And if I'm not not mistaken right now, the numbers that are in favor of President-elect Donald Trump are far outweighing our current presidential representatives up until a year and a half to two years ago. Right now, everybody, oh, yeah, he's out of here. You know, yeah, he's doing a great job. He's, like, shutting up. No, he's not actually shutting up, but he's not doing anything. He's not pushing out any more presidential ex- or, uh, executive orders, but he has – so people are not paying attention to that. So you got to wake up and not go to sleep and not assume everything is going to be or is A-OK simply because we have elected Donald Trump to be our next president. Do I like his choices? Dude is right on. 44, 44% of America that views his choices for his administration right now are like, yes. Why? Do you ask? Do you care? Because they represent the values of the Americans that bothered to go out there and vote because we had like 36, 37% voter turnout rate for either candidate across the board because those people have bothered to take the time to actually voice their opinion voice what matters to them and get that out there. And too few do that. Excuse me. I had to mute my mic there for a minute. The people that are sitting there, out there in the background, not bothering to go vote, they're just along for the ride. Whatever happens, happens. It's okay. Well, you know, I mean, there's not really anybody worth voting for. You know, it's, well, it's, it's going to be what it is, and, you know, I'll just live with it. Oh, hello, people. If you don't bother to, like, you know, <laughs> speak up and stand up and make your voice heard, well, Who's going to stand next to you when, or stand for you when you should have done so? I mean, it, it just <clears> – we got a caller on the phone, and I'm thinking that they would like to chime in. And if that's the case, I'm not going to mention any name, but if you want to announce yourself, I'll go ahead and pick up on that. Are you there? <laughs> I'm here. This is Matt oh, Grandma. Oh, yeah. my God, everybody. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back in civilization a few days, and uh, I've been off grid for a while, and I get back and hear all this hoo-ha and kerfluffle about Russia hacking emails. What emails did they hack? Are they talking about Hillary's? I figured everybody hacked her emails. What the heck? Yeah, I could hack her email with, like, you know, rubbing two pieces of coal together. Really? <laughs> um <laughs> So how you been? Oh my God, it's been you, you've been like you said you've been out of commission for a while. What's going on? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, we've got our homestead set up. Uh, we've been helping down at the camp, uh, get ready. Uh, we've been you know putting a roof on and the uh, bridge caps and 
uh, getting ready for uh, the ones that want to come in to come in. We've got, you know, two that, that are out there off and on all the time. And um, yeah, Lisa asked me about um, if we were ready for Christmas. Well, this year we're donating what we were going to put towards Christmas towards our vet. So, um, you know, um, unfortunately, the couple that own the place are going to call it quits and shut the place down and all. But that doesn't mean we're going to stop. I mean, you know, we've already gotten to know quite a few of the veterans out there. And, you know, we oh, don't have as big a, a place as they do. But, you know, well, we're still going to. Why are they stopping? Why, why, are, they, why are they shutting it down? Uh, basically, uh, lack of help, lack of, you know, money, lack of everything. Just a lack. Wow. I mean, you know, um, there are there are good, wonderful people out there who have donated and, you know, helped out as much as they could. But, you know, we just really absolutely hate getting on and begging for money and stuff like that. And they can't, um, they don't have the money to get a 501c3. And so um, he's looking at another three surgeries also. Uh, he just had uh, two, two major surgeries. And um, so he's looking at three more within the next year, and um, you know, I, like, I know, I know, I know their heart was in the right place and everything, and I, I fully understand. I mean, it's just so unfortunate oh, yeah. that that they're going to close that kind of thing down. Um, oh yeah. It, is there something that you guys are looking to, you know, in in the future to, you know, you know, keep these guys covered, keep them kind of, you know, have kind of a yeah. home base? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we are right down the road from this place, and uh, we've got one vet that we're hoping to convince to stay with us, uh, but he does have a job that he does in the summertime, and we've got him a cottage built. He's gonna, We're just going to move the cottage down to our place. And uh, then the military tent that's down there, we're going to move it up to our place and put it out there for temporary housing for any who want to come out. And, of course, you know, we'll continue to take out what we call goodie bags. I mean, we we take soups and, um, you know, instant coffee and sugar. And uh, I've gotten now to where we've got uh, 13 hens and a rooster, and they're laying a, an enormous amount of eggs. So I've gotten to boiling <laughs> them and putting a couple of those in each goodie bag along with some salt and pepper. And, you know, uh, we'll continue to take the goodie bags out and uh, – you know, we we go out and buy tube socks and put in each bag and things like yeah. that, things that they'll need. I mean, and the, um, the stuff, you know, yeah, stuff these guys need. And, and right. I don't know if you have any women out there, but I mean, they need this stuff too. Um, right. It's just, right. you know, it, it is almost heartbreaking that that kind of thing has gone on. Um, but yeah. I mean, at the same time, you know, what is still uplifting is that they still have a a mailing address where they can get mail, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, they can use our address. Um, my husband is actually uh, going Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday when he has to go back into town and going ahead and getting a P.O. box. I mean, we have the street address, and he's going to get a, a P.O. box, and that way we'll separate our mail from their mail, and, you know, uh, they can use the street address, and we'll use our P.O. box. And that way anything that comes in to help them uh, their you know VA stuff anything. I mean even just even Christmas cards. I mean that's exactly. the kind of thing. I mean I mean all of it. Exactly. You know. Right. You know and that's what a lot of these know. guys. 
a lot of these guys, you know, are in 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 contact with loved ones infrequently because of their situation. Right, uh, right. And, and if they know, well, if they have some place to you know get regular e- regular mail, I mean, you can still stay right. in contact. I mean, too few actually write a letter or even send a card. But I mean, you can put you know a, a one page well, letter oh, in a Christmas card or something like that. Oh, and good news, bad news for y'all. Ha ha ha! I'm getting the internet hooked up, and I will have uh, Wi-Fi calling and all that good business. I might even have a oh. house phone. I don't know. But I'm going to be hooked up. <laughs> so our, our vets can use the Internet to, you know, find out where their family is or get in touch with them, drop them a line. And I can call in. Hey. <laughs> well, you're a step ahead of me already because all I have is a smartphone with limited Internet connection. So, but, I, I mean, what oh, what you – how long have we been following? How, well, how long have we known each other? And and you've been on the show what like six eight months a year? Uh, uh, year I mean, yeah, at least a year, probably a year and a half, somewhere in that area. <laughs> you know, and this and this is the thing that you've been doing this whole time, giving yeah, veterans yeah. of you know any any you know branch doesn't make any difference, right okay, across the board. Make- Yep. Some place that, that they can come to, you know, if they find themselves in, in a situation where, you know, they're homeless or whatever happens to be, they can't get in touch with the VA because everybody knows the VA sucks right now. And hopefully it's going to make Amen. it kind of better in the future. Mm-hmm. But, but you can still obtain, you know, those kind of benefits if you are, are right. accepting Social Security or whatever. You have a place that is, you know, localized. That you right. have a mail address, a mailing address where they can send you information. Because a lot of times, if you don't have that kind of an address, they they can't send you something. They're not going to do anything for you. Exactly. A, it's a, like a, um, it, we have a vet that lives down the road from us, and we help get him on food stamps and all because he gets a whole whopping two hundred ninety dollars a month from the VA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, he uh, has some severe problems. Um, brought on by his service, and he gets a whopping $290 a month. Um, so we took him down, got him hooked up with food stamps and everything. Well, we found out, uh, because he come to our house, and he was very upset because he had been shut off his food stamps, and it's like, I don't know what I did wrong. And we researched it, got a hold of him, and what it was is he box he thought he paid for a year he only paid for six months they shut his post office box down the uh, food stamp people tried to send him a letter it went back to him and uh, yeah. they shut him off so you know I told yeah, him all, from now all on too often. use ours yeah that, that is that is all too often part of the problem and what exactly. you're doing is is <laughs> you know you can't get a post office box shut down because this is an actual physical address where a mail carrier right. you let me be, you know, politically correct, mailman, that's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Now right. it's a mail carrier because it could be a female. Got it? All yep. right, honest right. job. Love you because, you know, you're dealing with numbers. Okay. Um, or bringing this to a physical address instead of being behind a huge wall of boxes and just slipping things in, and then, then all of a sudden there's like this cover on one you can't put mail in there anymore. It gets thrown exactly. into another bin. 
and that's what happens. I am victim to that because I have a post office box, and if I don't, mm-hmm. I pay for it six months at a time. It yep. ran out in October for me. This is this is me personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, this for it ran out last last October, and I was lucky enough to be able to obtain the same post office box and right. make sure that my uh, my broker knew that it was the right one. Let my doctors know. Let all these other people. No, it's the same post office box. It just took me a while, so resend the information. And right. this can happen. But now you've got a physical address that that rocks the boat. That really, that really, right. like, is awesome. So they they just we just give them the street address. I mean, it's not on our street because our mailboxes are all down on the highway. So right. you know, if people came looking for some of these people. They wouldn't find them anyway, and that's what a lot of yeah. them are worried about. I mean, one one fella, he's worried because he hasn't paid taxes in years. I said, have you earned money in years? Well, my panhandling, I said, don't count. It don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean. He's worried I about that. I'm like, honey, <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, I won't. Eat. You know what the thing is? There's like this whole other world, and I won't go into that. Maybe we'll do a show about that because it is uh-huh. extraordinary. Um, mm-hmm. That, but still, these guys, the people that fought on behalf of us, unbeknownst exactly. to them, and ordered to by their government, our government that we elected, have gone oh, and yeah. fought these wars. Whether or not you believe in that war, these men deserve to be taken care of. Period. The end of story. Yeah. And exactly. that is the failure of this particular administration, even the one before it, even though, you know, well, last week, let's back up. George Bush was actually, he loved the soldiers because he was mm-hmm. like a war guy. Got it? Understand? Right. Let's go fight a war. Let's go kick ass. I understand. We're good. But at the same time, the mentality of a certain number of people, a certain portion of the American population, didn't like war. I'm not fond yep. of it. Okay, I get well, that. But these people were sent on behalf of us by order of our uh, you know, elected officials to go fight someplace. Mm-hmm. They are still deserving of benefits. They are still and deserving of care. And that is the problem that I have. With what's going on. A lot Go of them didn't have a choice. They were drafted. They were sent, uh, like my uncle calls it, his government-sponsored tour of Southeast Asia. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even – I mean, I'm sorry I'm laughing at that, but I get it. <laughs> oh, he laughs at it. That's what he calls it. He says, my government-sponsored tour of Southeast Asia. And I'm and like, let's be oh, real, right? <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, they were drafted. They were sent overseas. They didn't have a choice. Yeah, they could be criminals or they could go. Pick one. Uh, that, that they went. I mean, I mean, uh, you know. And to tell somebody you've got to do this, and then when they do it and they get injured or they get hurt or they have ling- lingering effects of something and not want to take care of them, I'm sorry. That's crap. Yeah, it that's is. Crap. Absolutely. And, you know, that's that's one of the promises that our current elected um, or president-elect Donald Trump was talking about. That's one right. of the things that helped get him elected, where uh, uh, we need to take care of our veterans. We need to take care of the people that actually went out there, whether or not we oh. liked it. And that's, that, is, that is the point right there. That is, the, that is the, basically the bottom line. Whether or not mm-hmm. we liked them going, 
they exactly. still need to be taken Whether we care agreed of. with the war or not, I mean, mm-hmm. they were still our military. Uh, you know, granted, they didn't protect the homeland for anything, but they did what their country asked them to do. No, they did they what went. their government asked them to do. Okay, right. It wasn't the country, because not a lot of people agreed with what was going on. A, whole, a lot of people That's said, true. okay, yeah, go into you know uh, Iraq, because they have weapons of mass destruction. But there weren't any. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these, these men and women were still ordered by their federal government, even though mm-hmm. a lot of people within the United States, the population of, said we don't necessarily agree with that. But yep. we still have to support the people that were sent. They're our mothers, exactly. our fathers, our brothers, our sisters, you know, our nieces, our nephews. I mean, these are the people that went uh, because either we chose not to or because they sought a higher calling or a different calling. Mm-hmm. But they went, and they were ordered yep. to. So we still have to back them. We still have to support them. When, come, when they come home and they're injured, or you know whether it's mentally through PTSD, because you know shooting somebody is you know pretty parking traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, when yep. when you look over at your buddy that you've been friends with for the last two years, and everything that you know about him and everything that he knows about you is all that there is right now, and then they're gone. Yep. Well, those are the kinds I mean, of things that that you can't see. And that's why I mean, all you my, can do son is imagine. Quit, my son quit law enforcement because his partner was shot. He went to investigate a situation, and my son heard gunshots, and he took off. And a uh, partner was laying on the ground bleeding out. And he's like, uh, uh, and that was it. He quit. He tried, he tried, and he, he couldn't do it. He said, I, I can't do it. I can't be there when somebody else gets killed like that. He said he was just going to check on a domestic disturbance and ended up dead. Yeah. Said, but I mean, you, you, you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know how you're going to react until you're mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. You, you don't. And I don't um, consider my son a coward. I, I consider him, you know, a realist. He knew that he would not be able to perform to his best, that he would see that buddy of his, his partner, laying on the ground any time he was in a stressful situation. Yeah. And he would he would hold off and hold off. So, yeah, I mean, like, soldiers are trained to, well, Marines are trained mm-hmm. to run in the sound of gunfire. Okay, got right. it. Love it. Right. Respect it. Uh, Army, to a certain point, the same way. Air mm-hmm. Force, you know, you got planes in the sky, let's go blow them out of the sky. Uh, right. Navy, you know, you are inundated with the constant threat of a torpedo right. all the time. I mean, you, you can see a plane coming and you have defenses if there's a plane. You may not know if there's a torpedo coming at you. So across the board, there is a certain element of the unknown, always. Right, right. And a lot of stress on the edge. (laughs) Yeah. 
And if if you have if anybody has ever seen real combat, mm-hmm. you are wide open all the time. Yep. Even when you get back to your base, it may tone down a little bit, but when you're out there, when you're in it, it is wide open. You are eyes everywhere all the time. And people fail to understand that. They have no idea. When you're walking around your supermarket or when you're walking around your your shopping mall, it's not the same thing. Right. And when these guys and girls get back here and they're they're walking alongside you and they're looking for the exit or they're looking for the next threat or they're looking for the possibility of... Right. There's no way, unless you've been there, that you can absolutely comprehend what they're going through. And that's what's really super about where we're at, because we're out in the middle of nowhere. Now, yeah, there are weapons out there. We carry guns because we have rattlesnakes all over the freaking place, but, you know. <laughs> I'd be carrying too. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a thing. But, you know, they don't have, they don't have to worry about their next meal. They don't have to worry about anything. Uh, You know, I mean, in town, a car backfires, and you see, you can tell the vets right off the bat, all of them that turn and and jerk and look. And they kind of, I mean, this one, he was a lieutenant, and you see him reach at his side and turn and kind of squat down. Yeah. Anytime there's a backfire. Anytime. And, you know, they're just... They're just like that. You know, and, and we can paint the picture. You know, I mean, I personally, I've been there. I've seen it. I know, I know what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. but, I mean, you know, we can, we can paint the picture. Okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the frightening thing is that, you know, this, this actually, you know, in a weird, sick, and twisted viewpoint, this does kind of segue into the lack of imagination in the younger generations of people. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that, you know, they're taught that this is it, there's nothing else, you know, you don't think, I mean, this, just this is the equation or this is the result of the, you know, cumulative process. Right, but there, if if people could could even in place themselves in that kind of environment for just a moment, and sure, we've got glimpses of that that have been portrayed on television and through movies and things like that. But unless you actually embrace it a little bit, a little bit, right, and and really, you know, you know, try and place yourself. In that point of view, you will not understand, and that is a, a huge problem. That you know, everyone that suffers from any type of you know post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. also has to deal with. Well, and you know, I would like to to jump in also and say that okay, I was not alive during World War II, but I have made an extensive study on it. Now, I've probably forgotten more than I remember, but this appeasement crap, that's what happened and what brought on World War II. 
they kept giving in to the Germans, giving in to the Germans, giving in to the Germans. So the Germans had most of Europe. I mean, you can't sit there and say, oh, well, you give us Poland and we won't do anything to you. We won't bomb yeah. you. We won't shoot you. We won't do anything to you. Well, you give us yeah. Austria. We won't do any. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> you have to be strong. And until you present a strong front and show these people and be there and say, hey, we're stronger than you are. Go ahead, jump. Let's see who ends up dead. They're going to back down. If you go, oh, well, okay, just don't hurt us and take a step back, this is what bullies do. Bullies push <laughs> and push and push. Uh, you know, I am so tired. And all all of our vets that are out, you know, that come out, that spend time with us and all, they're tired of the crap that goes on. They're tired of apologizing for what they were asked, commanded to do. They're tired of everything that they have worked and lost friends for and lost years of their life for being given away with the please don't hurt me attitude. Like we went over there and kicked ass and for what? For yeah. what? You know, it's it's all been it's all been turned upside down in the last yeah. eight years. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and we have about we have about fifty fifty Vietnam vets and uh you know, Middle Eastern vets, I call them, because, you know, there's Afghanistan and Iraq and all that business Iran. over there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. I mean, and, and now they're sending more uh, more troops to Syria mm-hmm. uh, as as advisors. I, when I heard this, mm. let, let's look at history, okay? Our current Pesotas said we're not going to have boots on the ground. Yeah. Well, now we have boots on the ground. Exactly. They're not actually, quote unquote, according to you know the press secretary, mm-hmm. not actually going out there and firing guns or launching mortars or firing rock, rocket propelled grenades or you know firing out of bazookas or whatever it happens to be. We don't actually have boots on the ground. That's what was said. Now, yeah. we, then what was it? Three months ago. Oh, we're going to be sending advisors. And then mm-hmm. what was it last month? We're going to be sending, you know, more advisors. Yeah. Let let me let me <laughs> throw something out for you. Uh, we got about ten minutes before our commercial break. If you okay. are listening in and you have a question or a comment, please dial four two four two five eight nine two two zero and press the number one button, and somebody will answer your phone call and see about getting you on with us. When we look when we look at history, we're not going to have boots on the ground. Then we're going to send advisors, and then we're going to send more advisors. We we for whatever reason still have troops in Africa because of of the Zika virus. Why are they mm-hmm. still there? The Zika virus has now been deemed as something that we're just going to have to live with. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you rock. Blah blah blah. But we yep. still have military in Africa now. Is that going to be the next, you know, push to fight against people to have a war in? I mean, mm. what, 
I mean, people uh, see these. These are the kinds of things that people don't need that 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 need to pay attention to. That they're not paying attention to because the mainstream media doesn't pick up on this stuff. That it's actually going on. They don't want to sit there and talk about stuff that is old news. Right. The the old news being the report that came out and was recycled. From before the election, there's no new information that Russia has been hacking emails and releasing information to try and influence the election because they're trying to delegitimize, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The fact that Donald Trump was elected president through the Electoral College and the Democratic Party has been. We're all over the map tonight, everybody, so please hang with us. We got more after the break, but still. <laughs> well, Democratic I mean, Party, Russia has liberals, been hacking our stuff for years and for years. But they ha- I mean, how how can how can the Russian government? Because that's actually the question mark that nobody mm-hmm. actually wants. N- nobody wants to address the question. The question mark is: Was it the federal government, or was it just a bunch of bunch of people somewhere in Russia that were hacking the emails? Exactly. And, uh, Nobody wants to actually me, look at that question not, because they don't want to blame somebody unless you go ahead and, and blame the, uh, the, the Russian government. Yeah, I didn't have a Russian holding a gun to my head saying, uh, you will vote for Trump or else. I'm sorry. I mean, he would have won by a heck of a lot more. 48% so, you know, of the current population, the, the current voting population, has actually stated Okay, and this is off of um, McLaughlinOnline.com. Mm-hmm. I think, I do believe it's 48, if not more. Actually say this was actually a fair and non-influenced election. Now, that's not actually verbatim, but, I mean, you understand the gist of what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And if I, I honestly, was trying to actually download the PDF to get the file so that I could actually, you know, say... You know, fact. This is this, or this is this, and this is was this was a survey. And McLaughlin, McLaughlin. If I, I hope I'm saying that right, McLaughlinOnline.com has been at the forefront of the polls that actually paid attention to, like you know, the last like you know, basically two hours kind of thing leading right. up to the election. And they were, I mean, they weren't actually 100 percent. Down the line, they didn't actually predict because they were always changing. They weren't worried about, yeah. you know, saying that we're 100% correct. They were looking at presenting information to people to get them informed. MCLAU McLaughlin online right. com. Go check it out. It's it's actually you know uh, there's a plus plethora of information. Um, but I mean, to, to to sit there and say that you know the Russian government, because that's what's being blamed right now, right? Influenced or somehow maybe changed ballots, because that's probably the next step. Yeah, um, to, they to, hacked the you know, voting machine or some just, crap. It, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, before the election, the current Posotis was saying, well, no, you know, they can't do that. It's so decentralized and it's not actually possible. And HRC is saying that, well, you know, yeah, well, they hack emails, you know, but it's like it's nothing because, you know, they hack them. So it's not like really real information. 
Yeah. <laughs> and all her loyal Ghost. minions don't believe she did anything wrong anyway, so, you know. You know, if you look at it from a purely legal standpoint, okay, no, all right, mm-hmm. she didn't do anything wrong. If you look at it from a moral standpoint, uh, it was completely wrong. She was fired from the Watergate committee at the beginning of her career. Yep. And people need to go look that up. And then let's fast forward to Benghazi. She lied. Exactly. Over four coffins. Yep. Saying that, that yep. this actually transpired or was influenced or instigated by a YouTube video. The guy that put the video out that made the video is still in jail, by the way. Yep. Yep. Even though it's come to it's come to fruition or truth that that wasn't the case, but this guy still sits sits in jail. That's 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 great right there. That's awesome. Mhm. You know, I yeah. don't know if you watch the view and and if oh, you've God ever knows. caught these four ladies talking about what's going on, we're getting to <laughs> I'm not even going to mention her name because I'm, I'm going to do that after the break. But this is this is her statement, and some people may actually know this. And it, please grant me the fact that it's not 100% verbatim, but it, these are her words in just a different order. Um, in regards to electing Donald Trump as president, oh my God. <laughs> You you actually elected that oh I'm forgetting her word here. Um schmuck. Yeah, she said schmuck. You actually oh. voted for that schmuck. I'm not gonna have sex with you ever. And another little tidbit. Um and this is the one that I find more divisive than anything that our current Posotis has said or anything that's come out of, you know, mainstream media and all the hacks and fake news regurgitating things. Um, she actually said this. We're building walls around our vaginas. Okay. On national television. Mm-mm-mm. I have actually listened okay. to somebody call into a, a local radio program looking for advice from the radio show host, and granted, it wasn't me, thankfully, very much, because I <laughs> don't know what I'd do. <laughs> okay. Stating okay. that his wife wants a divorce because he voted for Trump, she voted for Clinton, and oh, she wants Lord. to end her marriage over it. I would say, divorce court, see ya. I mean, I just, like I said, (laughs) this is, that right there is so much more divisive. Once upon a time, when two people got married, and even now, I don't care if you're male and female, or male and male, or female and female, you work it out. Yeah. You know, if you, I mean, you, you fell in love with each other for whatever reason, and you care about that person. You work mm-hmm. it out. You talk it out. You come to wherever it needs to be to be, you know, both sides happy again. That's what it – I mean, marriage is rough. I don't care if it's, you know, a male and a female 
or two guys or two girls or whatever. It doesn't make any difference. Marriage is a commitment. Mm-hmm. You commit yourself to that person. And, and, you know, if you don't have that, you know, that intestinal fortitude to carry that out for the rest of your life, then maybe you probably shouldn't get married. I mean, it's not well, like, you know, well, let's get married for like four years or five years and then, you know, bye because I'm not happy anymore. No, you work it out. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to take a commercial what? break, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Mad Grandma, you got time to stick uh-huh. around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I'm right, here. cool. All right. Um, this is Keeper's Mind Pool. I am Keeper. And if you would like to call in with a question or a comment, the number is 424 258 9220. We're going to be getting into a little bit of the Dakota Access Pipeline. After the break, so please be sure and press that number one button. Somebody will answer your phone call and see about getting you online, out loud, standing proud for whatever it is you have to say. We'll be right back. This is Keeper's Mind Pool. Don't go away. Plenty more coming up right after this. Are you still looking for that perfect gift? Something special that might just be over the top or over the top of the tub? Check out Tanglewood Soap Company. With over 100 cents, these handcrafted soaps made in small batches ensure the freshest ingredients are delivered directly to you. 100% all-natural extracts and exfoliants combined right here in America. That pride, that quality shines bright at Tanglewood Soap. Look for them on Facebook. They deliver right to your door. Or visit the shop at 410 North Main Street, Marksville, Louisiana. Tanglewood Soap Company, where soap becomes art. Hey everybody, this is Dave Bray from the patriotic rock band Madison Rising. And you, my fellow patriots, are listening to Keeper's Mind Pool. Defend Freedom Tour featuring Ayla Brown and Madison Rising. Special guests include Karen Vaughn, Jason Redmond, Cody McGregor, Jason Beardsley, Darren Selnick, Terry Shepard. Get informed and get involved at DefendFreedomTour.com, coming at you in red, white, and blue. Not all guests will be at all locations. Check the website, DefendFreedomTour.com, for further details. About themselves, but about the idea of America. We need a hero, someone to show us the way. We need a hero who speaks for the people and what we have to say. We still You're not mad, you're not paying attention to this. You're not paying attention, you're part of the problem. Write it up! 
Liberty for All 3% presents Liberty Tree Expo 2016, June 17th, 18th, and 19th. Three days of fun, amazing speakers, informative classes, great food, and camping family fun. Liberty and freedom are constantly being taken. It's time for patriots across America to stand up. Liberty Tree Expo 2016 in Yakima, Washington. Check LFA3.org for more details. Liberty Tree Expo 2016, LFA3.org, Liberty for All 3.org. Are you trying to start a movement or already have a movement, but you're tired, frustrated, disappointed at your present choice of social platforms that have all kinds of restrictions? Come, join us at CollaborateUSA.com and let's grow together without restrictions. A place where you can inspire, stimulate, and fulfill your ideals. Keepers mindful, everybody. <laughs> you know what? Um, please let me apologize for the latter part of that commercial break. Uh, Liberty Tree Expo, uh, done, gone, already over with. Um, <laughs> uh, the Defend Freedom Tour. You can go look them up at defendfreedomtour.com. I'm not sure if they're actually still doing anything like that, so please forgive that. Um, at the same time, excuse me, I would like you to pay attention to TanglewoodSoapCompany.com. Again, look them up on Facebook. They deliver directly to your door. Call the phone number or something that you see there. Uh, you can, you know, you can order it. They will ship directly to you. Or again, you can check them out at their location, 410. Uh, Brain fart. You know, I, I've said that I don't know how many times, but let me look it up here. And make sure that I got it right. Four ten North Main Street in Marksville, M A R K S V I L L, Louisiana. Uh, call them direct. I mean, the phone number is out there on Facebook. Look them up, Tanglewood Soap, and you know, type in a couple of the words there. One word, Tanglewood. Second word, Soap. Dot com. Uh, company, excuse me, not company, 
um, and, and check out what they got. I mean, there's, I mean, if you're looking for a gift to stuff, you know, stuff a stocking or something like that, um, maybe coming up on Valentine's Day if you're already done. Mother's Day, obviously. Hey, let's you know put mom in the bath. Mom loves baths, right? Moms do. So Super. I mean, get something that that's along that lines. Yes, what's on your mind? I was just gonna also throw in my PSA for Tanglewood. They have been right. very very generous with us. Uh, they have wow. sent us a box of soap. Up until we closed down our post office box in Sierra Blanca, we were getting like a, a box of soap every single month, and our vets love that stuff. It oh, wow, good. really? It, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So everybody yeah. out there, they do support veterans. They support veterans organizations. If you're a vet, if you support vets, please order something from these people. It's a little... A hometown business, they're trying to expand and, and, you know, get off the ground really well, and they make a wonderful, wonderful product. I mean, I mean we haven't yeah, found I mean, anything I've, that I've, we didn't like yet. <laughs> their shop is, is gorgeous. It's, it's, it's quaint. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. You've got to go in there. But, I mean, wow, I, I mean, this is, you know, I didn't even expect that. Wow, that's so cool. You know, yeah, they're, they're I mean, <laughs> wow. All right, so there you go. This is like, you know, behind the scenes, after the fact. I mean, not even behind the scenes. Let me take that back. You know, after the fact, I mean, wow. You know, I, 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 mean, I don't even know what to say. This is so cool. <laughs> yep, yep. And, I mean, we've had a couple of female vets out there, and they love it because it smells great. It, it's just uh, they, they'll go and take a shower for as long as we're allowed to be in the shower. <laughs> after, after, a while, after a while, the hot water shuts off. <laughs> we've got one of those instant hot water heaters, and after a certain length of time, it automatically shuts off. It says, get out. All right, you're done. <laughs> you, you know, you're three minutes. You're finished. Get out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> A little longer than that, but yeah, but yeah, y'all, everybody out there listening, please uh, get uh, you know check out their stuff, and uh, you won't be disappointed. It's wonderful. That that is so awesome. You know, personal endorsement right there. I mean, that's just that's. You know what? I'm gonna make another commercial, just for everybody <laughs> at Tanglewood Soap Company, and have some of that put into play. I'm gonna make sure that I get some of that. Um, okay, you know, great. This show tonight is not yet being sponsored by Tanglewood Soap. It's uh-huh. going to be coming in the future, and I guarantee you that that name is going to be out there for people to hear and understand because I love the place. I mean, it's just yeah. it's gorgeous. Um, well, you know, I've, I've like never said, been to their facility. I keep wanting to, but, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, it's probably now about uh, 15, 16 hours from where I live. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I tell you what, you walk in the door, it, it, and it smells like Grandma's Kitchen, and then it smells mm-hmm. like, you know, your favorite scent. Just just pick it, you know. Um, just wow. This is, you know, this is actually, when it comes to karma, ladies and gentlemen, let me, let me throw some things at you. Uh, I had posted earlier on the Facebook page that because of outside influence, there might not, there was not going to be a show tonight. And the way karma actually works is that somebody gets some of their due at the benefit of somebody else. Well, thankfully, I was the benefit of that 
you know, getting their due on somebody else's behalf. Uh, that is really how it works. So big props to however that actually happened tonight because if that didn't happen the way it did, there wouldn't be a show tonight. There wouldn't be a show until probably next week or even later. <clears throat> Speaking of next week, uh, so uh, again, hats off to those involved. You you people are still dynamite. I love you to death. I know who you are, and I'm not trying to mention any names, but you absolutely rock. You are fabulously at like number you know two, three, four because I got my special number one. Um, but you're all like within the top five certainly. So I appreciate you more than you know. Um, we've got. People listening from Sassy Liberty. We've got people listening from Norway. Uh, we've got people listening from, um, oh, excuse me, Heather, please forgive me. You're supposed to call in, and I wish you would dial the phone number. Um, oh, my God. Lady Liberty. Lady Liberty, Sassy Liberty, Liberty This, uh, Prissy Holly, um, America's Freedom Fighters. We've got people listening in from uh, Now You See Me, Now You Don't. We've got people listening in from Facebook Friends United. We've got people all across the world that are, that are tuning into this program. And, you know, I just can't say enough about them and the, the, the time it takes. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening in. Give me 10 minutes. Just I mean, all I ask is 10 minutes. If, if I can keep you engaged for 10 minutes, I'm going to love you. If you're gone in nine, I don't know. I mean, you're you're kind of okay, but you're not quite really in the fold. So listen for ten minutes, okay? I mean, if you, like, come on for, like, two minutes, you don't get any kind of flavor for the show. Because I want you to call in. I want you to listen. I want you to be informed. And I've said this I don't know how many times. Take the information that is being brought to you and go learn. Don't take it as fact. Go prove it to yourself. You know, that little blurb on the side of the textbook that, you know, your your instructor or your teacher told you to pay attention to, yeah, read that too. But read the rest of the information. Don't just go away after like, okay, well, that, that little like, you know, one paragraph thing. Okay, cool. Next page. Oh, there's a couple here. All right, well, read that one. Turn the page. Read that one. Read. No, 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 no. You've got to get all the information and, and, and then go learn for yourself. Everything that I present to you, I'm a public, a public figure. Yeah, I present information. I want you to go learn. I don't want you to take my word for it. And this is something that, that isn't put out there. And, you know, when, when angry grandma or mad grandma comes on and brings this stuff to you, go look it up. It's not that hard to find. Because what she's doing is just as real. It may be controversial. <gasps> oh, my God. But it is still information that you need to know to be informed about the decisions that you make. Very important. Because what it comes down to is the bottom line, not financially speaking, the bottom line being is the decisions that you make in your life. Why do you do a certain thing? Yeah, I mean, there's all this interplay. But, you know, 
<laughs> Mad Grandma, I, you heard what I said on the other side of the break there, talking about the um, the view. And these right. women, okay, they're, they're – I'm going to get kind of low here for a minute, and, and please bear with me. It won't get too disgusting, but I'm going to get low. The, the the younger two are sharing the same menstrual cycle. The older two are sharing the same, you know, post-menstrual cycle because they don't have any, and they need to stick their heads in a freezer permanently, in my particular opinion. The younger two might be able to learn something, but they're all regurgitating the same thing, just in a different way to appeal to a certain audience that only wants to hear the same kind of stuff over and over and over. At least that's my, my take on it. That's how I see it. And then I you quit watching somebody... it a, a long time ago, and I'm a woman, and I will flat out say if there was a brain, I don't even know who's on there, but on that show, if there was a brain amongst the four of them, it would be a miracle. Well, Joy Behar is the one that said, we're building walls around our vaginas. I will, you voted for that schmuck, I will not ever have sex with you again. Or I will not ever have sex with you. And to have that put out there on national TV, certainly by the younger generation of, of females, of women out there that are you know, that are learning or trying to grow and trying to understand or have a grasp. I mean, yeah, it just it blows my mind to have her say something like that because you know because of that influence, because of that type of propaganda. You know, right. you're going to hear that. You're going to listen to that and go, well, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, that that's like, you know, kind of true. Because nobody wants to do their own digging. Exactly. And it's like if, if my boyfriend, my husband, my girlfriend, my whatever, uh, uh, voted for Trump, then uh, we have to quit having sex. They said uh, that that's what they were doing on The View, so we have to quit. And, uh, one other thing, I've got a Facebook friend, been friends with them a long time. And they keep posting regurgitation of this person's blog. People blogs are like diaries. They are a person's own opinion. They are not fact. They are not written in stone. They are an opinion. Quit right. putting it out there as fact. I'm sorry. Uh, most you know, of what you read on mainstream media is crap. You know, Get I, in there and somebody look. actually, somebody actually wrote something, and if I'm not mistaken, she's actually on the line. I'm okay. Just don't let her in yet. Um, <laughs> she, Uh-oh. if I'm not mistaken, if I have the right person, actually wrote something regarding the people in Hollywood that are on the big screen or the silver screen or, you know, you know, your TV screen or even in some cases your YouTube channel mm-hmm. that simply stated, you are there for my entertainment. Your influence, your words have no bearing on what it is oh, God. He's in how I see things. Yep. Okay. And exactly. I agree, if honey. I do not, if I do not, if I do not 
agree with what you have to say, I can turn you off. You are there for my entertainment. You pretend pretend to be something that you are not, and that is all that you are to me. I can turn you off, I can walk out of the movie theater, and I can stop giving you my dollar. And it was brilliant. And did you write that? Yes. (laughs) I (laughs) I knew it was you. How in the world do you remember something that I wrote like that? Um, He's good. Because I can. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I, I don't have. I don't I have an eidetic memory. You know, I am one of those that I very much am very blunt, honest, and when somebody's doing something wrong, I'm. As Weston puts it, my. You know who I'm saying when Weston. It's my husband. People that don't know me. Um, Take a breath. Because I, I just, use a sledgehammer. <laughs> I use a sledgehammer. Well, he's got a mosquito on his balls. Sledgehammer. I'm sorry. Repeat. <laughs> you, he's got a mosquito on his balls. Sledgehammer. Oh yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> because um, you know Hollywood is entertainment. They're not our conscience. They're definitely not our our god. And for them to be telling us what to do and how to do it, you know, it's just like an opinion. I have an opinion. We pay them to entertain us. We don't I'm pay them to for tell that us mass what to exodus. Do. I'm sorry. I'm what? I'm waiting for that mass exodus. How many of them out there said they were leaving if Trump got elected? Hey, yeah, they're I'm not going to leave. They're not going to leave. Mike Pence offered Trump's plane for, to fly them out. Okay. Sean Hannity did the same. Okay, Sean Hannity did the same, said he was going <laughs> to buy a charter plane and get you all out of here, no problem. Kanye West shook hands with President-elect Trump, okay? And yep. he was like, yeah. no, I'm leaving America. It's too racist. I mean, everybody's <laughs> like, so racist. I'm leaving America. We're going to leave. That was number one. And number two, oh, if Donald Trump's elected, I'm leaving. I'm taking Kim, and we're gone. Are you kidding me? Dude, really? Now you're shaking hands with the guy? Oh, you made up. Well, guess what? Donald Trump can do more for your career by shaking hands with you than you can do for Donald Trump's presidency. Yep. That was a small price to pay to get, like, a certain portion of America to listen to what Donald Trump has to say. He's not saying take this because I'm shoving it down your throat because that's what we've had to deal with for the last eight years. He is saying, here, this is what I've got. He is presenting every one of his cabinets, cabinet uh, uh, nominations, appointments, whatever, right out front. Our current Pesotis took four weeks to get his first appointment out there or his first nomination out there. So this guy is already hitting the ground running. He is looking to go to work to make America great again. And if anybody doubts that, we'll just have to see in the next year or two. And if you want to make a stand then, that is when you need to do it. Not sitting here, no, uh, the Russians influenced you know, the election. Or, no, 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 uh, it was this. Or, no, 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 it was that. And people fail to sit there and go, wait a minute. All right, let's, let's, let's back up here. Well, think about this. There's actually 19 cabinet seats, right? Okay? 
And a lot of people are throwing a tantrum that because he's using the military for national security positions. Hello? Why in the world would we put someone in there that has no training of what they're doing, how to defend our country? This man is doing exactly what we should do. Have people that have been trained in defending our country. He's got the only person, the people that he's got that are not military trained are lawyers taking care of the justice system. Yeah, they don't need to be trained in in, in military, excuse me, goodness, uh, military tactics. You know, well, for Secretary at, of State, uh, we got a guy who knows how to make a deal. Come on, that's what the Secretary right. of State does. That's he goes and out and makes saying. a deal. He's picking you know, people and, and, for each job. Compare that, that guy to John Kerry. They know what the freak they're doing. Right. Okay. He's got for um, what is the Department of Defense, aka Department of War, in, in the old days. He's got mm-hmm. uh, General Mike Flynn for uh, Department of Labor. He's got. Thomas Barack, which is not related to Obama, of course. Yeah. Um, today he announced for EPA, for he, which is not actually a, a cabinet seat, um, but he's and therefore he does not have to go through Congress to get an approval not, for him either. Um, not anyway, a, his not name a, Scott not Pruitt. A, Deborah, not yeah, a he chose Scott. He announced Scott Pruitt today. Yes, I, but um, not a constitutional it, cabinet appointment. Okay, these some of these things are extra governmental, like the EPA. Right, they're departments like the Department that are being kept or going to be supervised to be dismantled because they're not in the Constitution. In Amendment Ten, it just specifically defines what the federal government is allowed to do, what they're allowed to spend money on. These departments are not constitutional. And they nope. and when and they were put together, they have just exploded like beyond. It's ridiculous. Well, it's think, stupid. The, it was a way of where they could spend money, as far as I'm concerned. And since yeah. then, they've gone crazy. EPA is is saying, "Hey, there's a dirt, there's a turtle there, so you can't do nothing here." And then you've got the BLM. We're not talking about Black Lives Matter. We're talking about uh, Bureau of Land Management. They are walking around with fucking, oh, pardon my language, freaking guns. And um, I'm so sorry. People are getting killed by the BLM. You know, they're setting up saying, hey, we want these people taking stops because they're promoting the Constitution. They're teaching the Constitution. By the way, they're they're farmers, and we want them off the land so we can get their... um, uh, uh, the minerals uh, under it. Um, rock minerals. Thank you. Thank you very yeah, much. Minerals. Lots of words. Um, they're kicking people off because they want the minerals that's underneath their farms. You know, the like Delta China. Uh, uh, what is it? The Bundys, I believe, was the correct name. Yep. Well, the first um, one was the Bundys. Yeah. Well, Boy Finnegan, he got shot because he was, the, the, you know, protesting. He was, he was doing a properly. Hell, over here in the outside of St. Louis, we got these protesters. These people are denying protesting. The rioters are paid people to to disturb and cause trouble under false pretense, just like they're you know harassing people that were supporting Trump. It's wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, quit. hold up, hold up. Did you mention mm-hmm. Dapple or no Dapple? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm Indian. How can you? Uh, mm. Dude, 
sicking dogs on Indians. And and someone I met recently, just this freaking week, and she's saying that she has a friend there, actually there, and she, they've got a dog, and that dog didn't attack no Indians, and supposedly Indians are tearing up their own own property and trashing it. Oh, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Ladies oh. and gentlemen, ladies <clears throat> and gentlemen, this, this program is I am so sorry. I, I'm normally okay. better behaved. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, now, now. This is one topic I was, that I was, just... <laughs> I was recently involved with um, no, no Dapple, No Dakota Access Pipeline um, individuals. And something that, that not enough people have looked into is the beginnings of where that particular fight came from. They're not well, first off, they're, the they're not allowed to build on they're, any any land not, that's been treated. Okay, well, the land that this particular pipeline is going through is not on Lakota land. Nope. No, but the water, the Missouri now, River, the water, is protected now, under now, the now, tree. Hang on. hang on. And that's what people are ignoring. The water, okay. I also have an issue with, and these these are these are the realistic points that I was not able to bring up the other night. Well, a week ago Monday. The realistic points are when this particular pipeline leaks. It may not be tomorrow. It may, it may not be in six months. It may not be in a year. It would probably be in you know ten years or twelve years or fifteen years. The water will be polluted. I don't care how many miles under it you you know drive this pipeline through. Correct. And that it is will part be, of it another will part be of the treaty about the Indians. The, it's and, the whole Missouri River, no matter where, what state it's going through and what section it's going through. In the treaty, the Sioux are responsible for the protection of the Missouri River. And people are ignoring that. And that's and what the unfortunate thing, most. People the start unfortunate talking about thing, what they think they know and they don't research to, to at stay all. On, to stay on that point, there are also already other pipelines going over and under the Missouri River. Why is it that this particular fight has so much play? And I'm going to tell you why. The people that are involved in funding the standoff have a lot to lose because that pipeline is going to be able to move more oil than a train because that is what is currently doing it in this particular instance. But they're claiming it would be safer, but if it leaks into the water, it's not safer. which, Which at some point it will, and other pipelines have. And there's one in North right. Dakota right now that is leaking. Okay, so there's there's no there's no issue about the contamination of the water. That is not the issue. The protection of the water is not the issue. That is the 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 focal point. Okay, but the thing that people are failing to pay attention to is where it is the money is coming from to push this through. If anybody. The the the, the Army Corps, the Army Corps, one of the bill, biggest ones. Warren Buffett, 
because he owns the okay. train lines and, and the railroad. He owns Berkshire. Okay. And, yes, yeah. him too. So when you look at this, this fight was given to these people because a certain person didn't want this to go through because they were going to lose money. Another person wanted this to go through because they were going to make money. And when you, go to, when you go to the bottom line and you look at greed as the motivating factor behind all of it, because, yeah, all right, there's a certain portion of the capitalistic society that wants or, or is moved by greed in one way, shape, or form. Get it, got it, understand it. Yeah. Now, if you, if, if you as a group of people are worried about water, why are you making this fight a bigger fight than any other pipeline that has gone through or, or over or under the Missouri River in any other portion of it? When you look at the comparison, why was it that in Arizona the people were getting you know, brought you – know, people were brought – well, Indians on reservations because their wells dried up or the river dried up or whatever it happened to be. They couldn't get water. The water was trucked in by petroleum-based vehicles that already had tainted water in it. Why wasn't that a bigger fight? There's because so many, so many of them are, got sick, they couldn't fight. You know, they're there, still there's sick. So many interplays I, going on, can, and I understand I water make, is life. Can I say something here real fast? When I yeah, first heard about when I first heard about this. I started researching, and I, the name of the town escapes me, but they were talking about it contaminating their drinking water on the res. okay? Now, I'm Creek Indian. I feel for every Native tribe out there, but my daughter also has worked for Energy Transfer. She worked for them for 10 years. I know that company, and I know what they do, and she is one of the ones responsible for monitoring pipelines. She no longer works for Energy Transfer. She went to another company, but she trained people to monitor those pipelines. So I started reading the minutes of tribal council. Not one place was this pipeline mentioned back four years ago not one place. I went back four years. But they did authorize buying drinking water from a town north of them. They did authorize the sale of liquor on the res. They did uh, authorize a <laughs> different proportional uh, distribution of the casino gambling income. They did okay wow. people moving from one place to another place on the res, trading their property for someone else's property who wanted this other property. Uh, but not one no, time. Nobody owns was, it. It's the tribe's property. Was there? There was not one mention of getting their drinking water from the Missouri River. There was not one mention of this pipeline, and that maybe uh, they, somebody needed to say something because it was going to cross the Missouri River close to them. Not one mention. And that is, that is something that that has been put out there. Uh, well, by one source or another, I, I honestly I can't name them. Uh, and the, the 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 suggested information is that the Lakota were approached or or you know given letter or notification 
um, that we're going to be doing this. And they not they didn't ever respond. Well, it seems to me that, you know, if it was something as big as this, they would have responded. And if you're going back four years and you're not finding out any kind of information about it, they weren't ever sent a letter. Because what happens in, you know, tribal communities, and I'm not any, you know, know-it-all kind of guy, but I do know that things are passed from word of mouth. It mm-hmm. has been, it has ever been so. Okay, then and, I have to know, ask you this question. I, I, ha- I don't mean to be rude, but I have to ask you this question to see if you have more information on what I've gathered so far. Did you know that towns have been literally just popping up in areas where the pipelines are supposed to um, end up at? which include Louisiana somehow, um, they're literally building homes for the for the employees that are going to be working the pipeline at that in these locations. Well, as, as far how in the world as... would they know where – these started years ago, <coughs> supposedly nine or ten years ago. They were – eight years ago, sorry. Eight years ago, these places, these small little towns started building – up out of nothing. There's no one All right, well, there. There's, here, there's, here, it's just here's what I know. Homes being built for it. Right. Here's what I know about the oil industry. Okay. Um, about 15. Uh, let's see. I'm 47. Yeah, about yeah. 15 years ago. Um, maybe maybe as few as 10. North Dakota was coming across a huge oil find. And when that kind of thing happens, people will go there to work. Okay? Uh, And because of that... It's not where oil is found yet. Hang on. on. And because of that, people will go there and live. They'll they'll end up building houses and communities and things like that. And then then theoretically, um, commercial properties will come into play. Right. Um, I understand in that. Any, in any kind Nobody of... Nobody's living in this town. Right. In any kind of uh, endeavor such as this, there does need to be a certain number of people to overwatch it. And as far as I understand, and I haven't be, been able to you know, verify the number or disprove the number, that this particular pipeline is going to benefit 15 permanent jobs. Also, this is the last point of uh, completion. Everything else has already been done. It's already a done deal except for this particular point. Um, and, you know, when you, at, when you talk about, you know, pipelines going here or here or somehow it's supposed to benefit Louisiana as well, all I can say is from my limited amount of knowledge is that um, one, por- one portion of this type of oil is going to be sent to this facility. And then it's going to be sent to another facility to be done, you know, to have something else done to it. And it 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 really does kind of, you know, beg the question: Why do they need to send it from this point to this point for so many miles? When if it just stayed there, it could be done, and that particular locality could have 
uh, you know, maybe a boon to business and employees because they needed, you know, this person takes care of this one, this takes care of something else, and all of that. I can um, answer that one. I can actually answer right. that one. Go ahead. Because that one. apparently they can't do them in the same area because it's too dangerous. The process of one can affect the others. If they're too close to each other, the heat process of one can explode the other one. So they had to separate okay, well, them. Ship them can across I, can the I road. Jump in? Um, sure. Can yeah. I jump in? Okay. Uh, because my family works all field, works all industry, the whole shooting match. My husband was, you know, he worked as a pipeliner. He worked as uh, worked offshore for years. Um, yeah, my son did. Did too. Okay, but he got wounded why, when he was in the military. Why? So anyway, they know, for it, Why they know where to put these little towns and things is because before a large oil company invests the money to develop a field, they are going to know exactly how they're going to get it from point A to processing. They have to have. They have four or five different routes mapped out, and they send out people to to kind of test the waters to see if the people would be willing to either grant access or sell outright their property. They don't tell them they're with the oil company. They just tell them, you know, they're looking to move and want to buy some area land in the area, yada, 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 and so forth. And where they buy the most... Right, by the by, the way, they that where they get the most property bought up is where that pipeline is going. And now, when the Army Corps of Engineers gets involved, I mean, right. you know, the the no matter how much they want to bitch and gripe and complain up there, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. That pipeline will be finished, and it will be going under the Missouri River. It's a done deal. Yeah, and one way to the the Army Corps said no. Uh, No, see, here's the deal. When it comes to the Army Corps of Engineers, okay, they're going to make their suggestion. They're going to do go out there, and it's it's been. I mean, how well did they really you know seal off New Orleans when it flooded? I mean, come on, really? Mm -hmm. They're going to go out there. They're going to do their little song. Missouri River in different locations has happened. There's a reason Mm -hmm. why the Army Corps engineers go in there and do their job. And they say yay or nay for a reason. Now, they approved it. They can say yay or nay all they want. But when it comes to the bottom line and who it is that is paying the most money to our elected representatives because there's no term limits is the way that it's going to go. That is the unfortunate fact of what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. You know, people... uh, we had okay. My husband's cousin lives down in the Houston area. They decided they were going to build this big, huge shipping terminal uh, less than half a mile from his house. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, they did a lot. <laughs> they oh, they went to town halls. They went to all this other stuff. All these protests, all these rallies, all of these meetings. They stood out there with picket lines and everything. The day my husband and I drove over to their house to visit, and we saw those Army Corps of Engineers signs up and a road being put in, I said, done deal. Oh, no, no, it's not a done deal. We're going to court uh, this week. I said, honey, it's a done deal. 
sure you enough, can go to court all done you want. deal. I mean, done it's, it's, deal. See, that is where people need to start paying attention. That is why term limits need to be implemented. And the argument is, oh, we already have term limits because they come up for re-election. But people vote for the same name that they are familiar with. Yeah, they don't like sit there McCain. and pay attention. Like McCain. Yeah, even when they're idiots like, and they're like running, Pelosi, they're, they're like not doing Reed, any good. Like, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, you're not. You've got to pay attention to this stuff. And people find politics to be boring, and it is actually quite fascinating because you see, just like the, the <laughs> television show. That's all you and I have in common. <laughs> <laughs> the television well, show I, Game of Thrones, this is exactly what it is, the power play one versus another. How can I get what I need to get done with a minimal amount of effort uh, to, to grant you whatever it is that you need to get done? That is, That's why I started the petition. The political forum is You did sign exactly, my petition, didn't you? Uh, the petition I don't know if you sent that it to me puts a, a limit to the limits of how many times they can actually, not just your two-year limit, but a limit of how many terms they can be in office. Well, that's that's part of term limits, and and yeah. it's being looked at to limit them to a maximum of twelve years. And I think right. that that, that particular petition. number. Well, I'm, if you didn't send it to me, I don't know if I signed it or not. I mean, I, I do actually sign a lot of petitions, and I ignore a whole bunch of them as well. Um, but, I mean, that is that is actually a quasi-agreed-to amount of time to where you can get done what should be done and then get out of office. And right. if the term limits are, are put in place that also are, you know, if you're a congressperson or a House of Representatives person and you are trying to pass laws or make some kind of dictate or something like that that you don't have to go back and live in, that doesn't help the American people. That doesn't make America great. If you go in there knowing that anything that you do, any law you pass, any law you write, or any you know committee thing that you, you know, present – that you have to live under once you return to the general population or, again, a private citizen, that you have to live under, that makes a world oh. of difference. And people don't even oh, talk yeah. about that. They shouldn't be allowed you know, to exempt themselves from their own rules. And that is exactly. the problem and, and why there needs to be a term limit. And nobody and wants to talk about And why are they allowed that. to decide their paycheck? I thought bosses decide how much an employee gets paid. If I could vote on getting a pay raise, you know, like, you know, wherever I felt like it, I would be rich. I would be making oh, like $80 well, an hour. Why do you think people run for the federal stupid freaking, oh, gosh. Why, why do they run for government? Why do they run? Why does <laughs> no, everybody run time, for government? I'm sorry. At the beginning, yeah. they it's, it's have a reality. That's of That's why the corrupt people run for Politicians, political officers. No, 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 no. Corrupt people. Green. Hang on, hang on. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Corrupt people do not actually run for government. People no, with they get good in there intentions. And get people with good intentions that want to make a difference actually run for government. Once they get in there, they see how difficult it is. Hang on. They see how difficult. <laughs> they see how difficult it is to actually make a difference in the right direction and they stop fighting. 
and then they cow. And they go, okay, well, yeah. I guess I'll just go ahead and go with the flow. That's the problem. Yeah, we have a few of those. And that I don't understand. For, for sure. You know, and Hillary's again, just a, hung, they, a power hungry heifer. Oh, absolutely. She's not, we already know she's a liar. She has mm-hmm. only been in government to obtain some sort of power. It's the only reason that she bothered to marry Bill, because once upon a time, supposedly, she was afraid of him. She has amassed so much, so much she ability, is, so much power, no, so much influence. she's the one with the pants in the house. She was never scared well, of him. You know, well, no once way. upon a time, you know, if you listen to their interviews, she was. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe, I don't believe that woman either. was ever scared of any man. She's and, evil. And no. He's more manly than a lot of men I know. <laughs> I mean, all right, all right, all right. Stop ganging up on me here. Oh, poor keeper. We just have to I mean, put I, you in the middle. I am a bad man, but I'm not that bad a man. <laughs> but, I mean, hmm. when, you, when you look at this stuff, I mean... It, there's no term limit, and there isn't any. And, you know, when they get in there, they have good intentions. I mean, I would like to run for some kind of seat someplace in no, my wait a minute, community. wait a minute. We have the United States Constitution, Keeper. There are term limits. The problem is is that they don't respect them. There is no such There's word term limits. Combat. There's term limits on the presidency only. Only. There are two-year limits and for Congress they and voted Senate. There, no, it's not actually a term limit. Do you know why? Because no, they can re, they can run again, and they can run again. It doesn't Every say that in the Constitution. They can run again. It doesn't say that in the Constitution, so they can run again and run again. The only term limit that was limits something that they, came, the they came up with in uh, what the seventh president. That's when they decided to start pulling that crud. But the, only pres- no. the only term limits on anybody in political office is a term of four years, consecutive of eight, and that is it. And the Congress actually yeah, but it was Congress that, that, that they shouldn't have they more power, power, that kind of power. They should not, exactly. They should not have, so, one individual should, should not have so much power. So they're actually kicking themselves in the teeth. The people that but are in Congress today have more power than the president. But they don't use it because, well, you know, we'll, we'll end up shutting down the government. Oh, shut it down. Fine. Shut it down. We're going to be fine tomorrow or next week or whenever you guys decide to come back and, you know, decide whatever it is that you need to decide. Shut it down. We don't care. We're going to be fine. You are the MFers that are going to be in trouble. Because we're not going to be happy about you shutting down the government for whatever happened, whatever reason it happened to be. Because we actually have some kind of grasp of reality and understand the fact that the government is a necessary evil, but stop dictating to your people and adhere to the Constitution the way it was written, not the way some liberal, left-wing, douchebag, judicial, progressive, perverted... <laughs> you know, want to interpret it. I mean, people want to talk about the That's Constitution. That's like we're not really, we're, we document. are not sovereign anymore. We even, you know, if you look at the 1932 Act, um, they saw the Congress sold 
America to the bankers. And that's when we became the United States of America. Millionaires sold to billionaires. The United States of America is actually a corporation. And has I'm an American citizen. I'm not a member of the United States. I am a citizen of America. And people don't understand the difference. If you say I am a, I am a, a member of the United States of America that acknowledges that you are a, a um, indentured servant, what are the yeah, words? Indentured I'm servant. servant, thank you. You're an indentured servant to the bankers because they took – Congress took out loans and said, hey, the banker said, well, what collateral do you have? Future citizens. That's all we got. So they, when you look at your birth certificate and you look around at that beautiful little um, colored uh, artwork around there, if you read real close, it says what bank actually owns you. Surprise, people. You know, I, <laughs> I actually came across a a... <laughs> you, y'all gonna kick, get a kick out of this. Yeah, I mean the the, the bill is actually the bill is actually in is is still pretty widely you know used. It's still out there pretty good. Um, but I found came across a 1934 a twenty dollar bill. Wow! Holy cow! It was not in mint condition, although it was. You know, pretty well preserved. I mean, it had one crease in it. You still have it, it, don't you? Please say you have it. No, I actually sold it. Oh, my gosh. Can somebody shoot you? No, don't shoot me. I sold it to somebody that actually collects $20 bills from 1934 and previously. That is a unique, unique. Oh, my gosh. Now, listen, I did my research. I did my research and found that this particular $20 bill was only worth the face value. All right? It still had the original writing on it that said, this bill is legal tender for all debts, private and public, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the whole thing as opposed to what we see now. But it also said gold standard. No, it didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't that old. If, oh. if, the, um, if the serial number ended with stars... Or or a star, or if the serial number was preceded by four five zeros, it would have been worth quite a bit more than the face value. I did my research. Right. I told you I did my research. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if if I had you know put it on a shelf someplace in my house, I would have spent it. You know, I, it would have come down to you know I actually have to spend this. Um, so I gave it to somebody that would benefit from it because they do collect them. It's something that they enjoy. And they, I think the gal said she had like four others of the same year. Honest, look good, love you, on you, you know, do something with it that I cannot do, that I wouldn't be able to do. Because like I said, I would spend the $20 bill as old and as beautiful as it was because back then it was still backed by the gold standard, not the faux money that we got going on, bouncing around the United States right now and the rest of the world. It's not legal tender. If you read the Constitution, it's not legal tender. I did. I read it. I read it. And, I mean, somebody had written on it like $65 or $60, you know, like they had a stack of 60 of them at one point back in the day. There was also another stamp on it. Um, so, I mean, it was 
I took a picture, so I do have evidence that it was actually in my possession. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. But I had to pass this on to somebody that that would would have more respect for it than I did, because like right. I said, I mean, I live paycheck to paycheck. And well, don't we all right now? Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, in the next year or two years, we won't have to be doing that anymore because. I'm looking forward, and I think a huge number of people across America are looking forward to the next four years in a very optimistic way. Well, look at this, I mean, okay? <laughs> I'm on disability. You know that. And I got a letter in the mail today telling me that my disability was cut not just once, not twice. This is the fifth time that my disability has been cut since Obama's been in office. Well, we just need to punch his face to the back of his skull. <laughs> it's just, you know, in, Wes is military retired, and his paycheck's been cut several times. And it's BS. You know, he works for that. My security, I worked for years for it. It's not like I'm one of those lazy teenage or, or college kids that think that they could put their hands out and ask for freebies for everything and think that they should... You know, need their free sp- their safety space or their little safety pins. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You yeah. know, I worked my tushy off since I was 12 years old, and and as soon as they they could start taking money out of my paycheck for Social Security, they stole that money from me. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Absolutely. Social Security is supposed to be a savings account. Yes, you're still there. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if I was still here or not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're there. Yeah, we got about, the phone while ladies, ago. ladies, 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 we got about four minutes, five minutes before the end of the show. Um, I would like to have, you know, throw the phone number out there again, 424-258-9220. I am here every Wednesday, and not often is the show as lively as this with so many <laughs> awesome women. Um <laughs> It's just it's good to hear from these people. We're because, innocent. You know, yeah. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I, you know I'm just gonna say it. Shut up because you know I mean you're not. Nobody is. None of us are innocent anymore. If you are older than the age of about ten or eleven, you are no longer innocent. Um, and that is okay, that is we're that sweet. is kind of a there you go. There you and, go. and you will you will melt every time it rains. Um, (laughs) See, these women are wicked They're wicked Oh my god Not us, we're innocent We're really innocent (laughs) (laughs) Oh jeez I'm going to go back to playing Rock Band 4 Okay, after the show is over And, you know, put this episode away But ladies and gentlemen, next week We are going to be Going to be hearing from Uh a doctor on behalf of radiation going through your body and ways to fix it. And we're going to be talking with uh, Chuck Hindman, um, a very knowledgeable individual when it comes to radiation and stuff in your soil. It sounds like a boring program, but I'm actually looking forward to it because having this doctor come on and having Chuck on with him at the same time is going to be it's going to be dynamite. I mean, I'm going to learn a whole bunch of stuff. I want people to be informed. Um, if you can hear the bell, we got about a minute now because I like to talk. And I have not yet decided on what we should play to close the show. 
And I'm going to give the first vote to Mad Grandma. Anything that you've heard on the show before, put something out there. What do you got? Oh, um, I can't remember her name, but the, uh, uh, she's on the uh, Freedom Tour. The, um, Ayla what's her Brown? Name? That Ayla one. Brown. Yeah. Okay. Something, something from her. her? Okay. Uh-huh. Miss Ann, do you have Sweet a preference Greenwood. I don't know. Yeah, nope. Nah. <laughs> Didn't let well, go with her. Okay, so something from Ayla Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening online, or excuse me, yeah, online, you're probably going to end up not hearing us anymore very, very shortly. Please listen to what the rest of the program is all about by dialing up or entering into your search box, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash keepers mindful, and you can hear the rest of the show. We're going to wrap up with something from Ayla Brown. I'm going to let my engineer pick it because she is dynamite at what she does. So if you call in, thank her. We're just going to rock out of here. I'll be back shortly, right after this. Got it. 
Ayla Brown. Go check her out. AylaBrown.com. Check out her latest album. She's got a Christmas tune out there on her website, AylaBrown.com. A-Y-L-A Brown. Her latest album is actually called Let Love In, and it's it's dynamite. I mean, you're going to love it one way or another. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your effort. I will see you next week right here on Keeper's Mind Pool, 424-258-9220, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 Central, 4 p.m. Pacific. Everybody in Mountain Time can do their own math because I know you guys are just as smart as the rest of us across the United States. Again, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time right here on Keeper's Mind Pool. Good night, everybody. Have a great week.